Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a new source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to... The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Charles Firth and with me is Dom Knight. And I'm afraid to say we also have Andrew Hansen here oh down the line from Melbourne. Yes, which is where I live. Uh, and Andrew, shut up, shut up. We don't want to interact with you. You'll give us COVID-19, Hansen. What do you mean? Didn't you see, didn't you see the news on Wednesday night? The New South Wales state government is warning against travel to Melbourne and says organisations in the state should not interact with Melbourne citizens. Do not go down there and certainly uh, I think it's the prerogative of every business, every organisation not to accept anybody from those hotspots at this time. That is basic pandemic management. Basic pandemic management, mm. don't interact with Melbourne citizens. I think that's just a good philosophy for life, really, isn't oh, it? I mean, at last, at yeah. last. Although, that said, in one of our wonderful mini-episodes, Andrew actually outlined at Vladimir Putin's house, he has a tunnel of disinfectant that everyone has to travel through if they want to chat to him. Yes, maybe, maybe if Andrew can go and have a bit of a bath in one of those. Uh, look, we, we we have had for many years a tunnel of disinfectant in, in Melbourne. It's called the Yarra. <laughs> I think there's a, a tunnel of infectant, Andrew. Anyway, we're not supposed to be interacting with you. I can't believe. I, I feel dirty already. Just You've broken the rules. Yes. Ah, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this show with bloody Andrew Hansen down the line? Every, all the listeners. Put on an N95 mask, Hansen. Wrap yourself in plastic right. bags and paper yeah. bags and take a bath in the Yarra and then... Come and talk to us. Okay, I've got my gear on. It's safe, it's safe to talk now. I've got my gear. This is going to be a great show. Uh, coming up, we've got Novak Dokovic's uh, whole tennis tournament. We've got celebrity isolation videos, and we're talking tech gadgets. But first of all, let's go to the Chaser newsroom with Rebecca Dayanumino. The federal government has announced it is setting up a royal commission into everyone who John Howard has ever called a good bloke. It comes after Mr Howard reaffirmed his support for former High Court Justice Dyson Hayden and wrote a character reference for Cardinal George Pell. The commission will begin immediately, starting with a full investigation into Donald Bradman. Donald Trump has announced a ban on testing in schools in a bid to wipe out illiteracy. The plan comes after Trump ordered the testing of coronavirus to be scaled back to stop the spread of the deadly virus. But the teachers' union has hit back at the plan, calling it the stupidest thing they've heard since the last thing Trump said. Teachers say testing is an essential part of their process as it gives them the ability to complain about all the marking they need to do. A man who thinks getting offended by lolly names is ridiculous has said he's offended by Nestle's changes to lolly names. Nestle announced it was renaming its Redskin and Chico lollies. The man said he was outraged that people were so easily outraged about things nowadays. 
That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for the latest updates. Thanks, Beck. Hey, Beck, were you affected by the cyber attack this week? No, no, I wasn't. I'm not really connected to the internet that much anymore. Are you trying to have a break from social media, are you? No, no, I've got the MBN. It hardly ever works. Oh, right, well, of course. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. This episode is brought to you by Tourism Victoria. Travel to Melbourne and stay there because you won't be able to go home. Charles and Andrew, as you know, it's a time when sport is only just starting to return uh, very, very slowly and carefully. They've got strict infection control protocols and there are no crowds anywhere. That's the way sport is now, except in tennis, where the men's number one, uh, Novak Djokovic, just organised a charity tournament called the Adria Tour in his home uh, country of Serbia. Mm. Now, it was unsanctioned. The tennis authorities thought it was a bad idea but it still attracted some of the world's top players and thousands of fans. Unfortunately, the wash-up from this, uh, this wonderful initiative has been slightly controversial. Here's how CNN reported it. When you're the world tennis champion, you don't want to be in the news. But What do you think Novak Djokovic has done that's gotten him in the news? Did he lose oh. in the first round of his own <laughs> championship? Was I mean? He definitely <laughs> lost something. You're on the right track. When you're the world Tennis champion, you don't want to be in the news for. Oh, I hate to think whenever someone's Nutty. in the news, it, it's not blackface again, is it? I mean, it'll be bubbling. It'll be bubbling. It'll oh, be bubbling. Todd Carney's oh, bubbling. Uh, that, that could well be it, or, or, or something to do with a dog. <laughs> I, I dread to think what he's in the news for. Well, it's, it's pretty bad, but no animals were hurt uh, during the course. This, this is what he's done. In the news for limbo dancing in a crowded nightclub during a <laughs> pandemic. Oh, no. That's what he did. Novak was, uh, he had his shirt off, as you do, uh, on a very sweaty dance floor with lots of tennis stars around him. Oh, how did he do? How did he, did he get underneath the bar or were, were those huge Djokovic pecs too large to fit? Oh, under? he's very flexible. Because here's the thing. If you find yourself in a sweaty nightclub uh, in the middle of a pandemic, this might happen. But that's where Novak Djokovic finds himself today, testing positive for coronavirus after organising a tournament that was meant to... Yes, shockingly, Novak has uh, COVID-19. <laughs> what do you think his tournament was meant to do? It'll be deeply ironic, won't it be, to raise awareness about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, for, or actually cure a tournament that was going <laughs> to cure coronavirus <laughs> permanently. <laughs> Is that what it was? Or? Uh, not quite. Here's what he was hoping to do. That was meant to ease tennis out of lockdown. Yeah, it was meant to help tennis get oh, back to normal. Oh, if limbo in a nightclub, to... you know, then, then it might have a chance. I mean, if he just stuck to the tennis, maybe. He decided it was time to come back. He organised this tournament and got a lot of his mates to come out and uh, the crowds came. And what happened was that Novak, Novak's wife and three other players contracted COVID-19 in fact, there are photos of Novak um, arm in arm cuddling with the other three who, who also got it, the three Ooh. players. And it was such a terrible idea to do this tournament that even Nick <laughs> Kyrgios thought it was stupid. He tweeted, don't at me for anything I've done that's been irresponsible or classified as stupidity. This takes the cake. Oh, look, if you've got Nick Kyrgios being more clever than you, you've got a few issues, don't you? Nick Kyrgios, voice of reason. <laughs> That's He's right. He's responsible it's a, one. It's a new role. He should be in charge of our coronavirus response, I reckon. Yeah. All right, let's put mm. Kyrgios in the top job. Yes, now. chief medical officer. 
Well, look, he, he's very good at throwing in the towel and that's what's required for, for months at a time. But, look, Djokovic, of course, is very sorry for his role in, in spreading coronavirus to several top tennis players. Uh, and he concedes that it, this may have been uh, poorly judged. This is what he released uh, after this came out. He said, I can't express enough how sorry I am for this and every case of infection. Everything the organisers and I did in the past month, we did with... With what? Oh, with 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 a with a huge belly full of vodka. <laughs> everything it sounds like everything they did was with coronavirus coming out of every pore <laughs> yeah, in their absolutely. body. Right. <laughs> Here's what he said: We did with a pure heart and sincere intentions. Oh well, that excuses everything. Doesn't yeah. it? He's off the hook. Uh, isn't that Dyson Hayden's uh, defence at the moment? Good intentions. Pure intentions. So. Was this an isolated moment of extreme dumbness from Novak Djokovic? Yes, I suppose it was, probably. No, it wasn't. Uh, here's what CNN said about that. This isn't the first time tennis's men's number one has faced criticism for his views on the virus. It certainly isn't. Along with uh, it's a really good idea to hold a tennis tournament now, what other wacky beliefs has Novak, do you think, expressed on COVID-19? It'll be that Swiss vitamins work or something, something incredibly controversial. Or the, I don't, yeah, it'll be the, that, that Pete Evans machine <laughs> works. You know the one, the glowing machine that was $15,000? The biocharger. Yeah, the biocharger, yes. Is he, is he in on that? He's actually got a lot in common with Pete Evans, as we'll go on to discover. But uh, this is, no, it's a separate piece of dumbness that uh, Pete Evans also shares. Have a listen to Novak's views on COVID-19. In April, he said he was against the idea of being made to take a vaccine for COVID-19 in order to travel and compete in the future. He's an anti-vaxxer. And for credit to Novak, he's found a way of avoiding Uh, ever getting that vaccine. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) But look, uh, I feel so. I mean, of course, Novak didn't intend this, but the problem is he's just not very good at making health decisions. Uh, Although, to his credit, there is one thing he said that I can entirely get behind. He said in a statement, I am no expert. That's absolutely true. The other thing Novak believes, he thinks that his body can heal itself. So he actually put put off surgery on his elbow for several years while he's waiting for it to heal itself. And his former coach, Andre Agassi, actually just severed their relationship because he saw the MRIs of Novak's arm and thought, no, this is just ridiculous. Charles, you actually also smashed up your elbow recently coming off a bike. Did you let it heal itself for several years? Oh, absolutely. That's uh, that's why I can't even lift a cup of tea anymore. <laughs> well, neither can Djokovic, but that's because he's got COVID. <laughs> that's true. But look, he eventually, after two years, he gave in and um, had the surgery after many other people had won Grand Slams without him there. But I think um, one of my favourite beliefs of Novak's is that at Wimbledon, he always eats the grass. It's on played on grass and he eats <laughs> he? the grass. He says it tastes like sweat. No, what is he, a man or a horse? An extraordinary thing to do. And if it tasted like sweat, why would you eat it? More importantly. <laughs> well, as he says, I am no expert. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. All right, uh, Dommy and Charles, I think it's time for us now to look at the wonderful wisdom of celebrities in the delicious segment known as... I Celebrity! Yeah, isn't this, uh, isn't this wonderful? I mean, the, you know, Australia's doing quite well, really. With the, we're sort of, you know, a lot of us 
kind of going back to work and restaurants or whatever. But, you know, uh, the good thing about it is the uh, celebrity video world is, of course, uh, other countries, you know, they're still locked down. Thank goodness. Thank goodness yeah. they're still locked down. Well, I know because otherwise they'd be making movies and, yes. uh, you know, t- and disappointing things like releasing albums or whatever they normally do. High-quality productions. I mean, it would mm, just yeah. be awful, yeah, that, uh, that aren't cringeworthy because they've actually been through a team of writers. Because this is the whole thing with the celebrities. Like, why do they do it? When like they've made their whole career on saying other people's words, and then they think that they should come up with their own words, they're morons. Well, you, I have a treat for you, Charles Firth, because uh, let let's start with this veteran British actor who is you know who who, who does normally act with with the words of uh, of others, um, quite often the words of Shakespeare. Um, although he's a writer himself, actually, as well. Better than Shakespeare, or well, look, you can be the judge. You can be the judge. He's wonderful, actually. I actually think he's. I actually think he's quite terrific. But um, but interesting, you know, when he's not when he's not got a script, this guy, his his videos become quite interesting. Now he's famous, um, especially famous in the UK for. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He's famous for Z cars. Ever heard of it? I Claudius. I'm assuming this is one of the Doctor Who's. If you've, if you're such a fan of him, <laughs> well, you, you know, you'll have to decide. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Henry V movie, uh, small role in Blackadder, and uh, and Peppa Pig, no less. He's, he's quite an interesting. CD. Peppa Pig. Very... We're in the presence of royalty. Yeah, we are. We are, Dominic, yeah. and especially famous for his uh, for his very loud voice. Now, see if you can guess the actor, and more importantly, can you follow what in shit's name he's trying to tell us? in this video. I'm in my lovely log cabin. I'm writing my next two books. One, some of my short stories, my favourite stories, you know, and some of my great adventures that I've not really written about. Oh, it's amazing, you know, that uh, uh, how much has been explored in this world, but there's so much unknown. I mean, thousands and thousands of animals in South America, plants, animals that are unknown. It's the 23rd of May. I'm bringing this lockdown here. I am. I've got my dogs here, a sensor, sensor. Uh, can you got the camera? Can you move with me? There we go. Look at this here. Come here. Look at this. Charles, who is the actor and what's he on about? It sounds like Ian McKellen. Is it Ian McKellen? Uh, you're incorrect. You're incorrect. No, and, and I think also Ian McKellen can follow a single train of thought. <laughs> that was my guess too. It sounded exa- I presume they went to the same school where you learn to talk like that did. from age five, where it's just kind of like, excuse yeah, me, can I have some money for the canteen, please? <laughs> <laughs> There's a British actor's school, Dommy. It's, it's cool. I think he was talking in iambic pentameter, Andrew. I think I think you're just missing the brilliance of it. <laughs> I mean, it made as much sense to me as most Shakespeare plays. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the di- perhaps that's the diagnosis from the doctor. I'm afraid you have a bad case of iambic pentameter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, I, I, no, you haven't guessed correctly yet. Um, the ni- it's, it's a nice video. It's a nice video, I should say. Like in the midst of all this awfulness and the pandemic, terrible stuff, he has this wonderful message of hope for us delivered, um, as you would imagine, Charles, in a way that is is just just as accessible as you'd expect from a Shakespearean actor who normally <laughs> talks in iambic pentameter. Let's have a listen. We have hope, ladies and gentlemen. As Pandora released that little casket and out flew, I mean, all those furies. And then she's realized what she'd done, Pandora, to try to close the lid. And a voice said, let me out, let me out. And out flew with iridescent blue wings. Hope. She said, I am hope. We have hope. Very, 
Very powerful. I mean, is this a portrait of a man falling to pieces, oh, Andrew? I mean, it, it sounds so mm. beautiful and and intoned. I wonder if that's just how he speaks, like around the house. But when you when you say I, Claudius, the only person that comes to mind is Derek Jacobi, but he's not around anymore, is he? Oh, we, oh he's, he's yeah, I think yeah, I think he's around, but he's not around in this particular uh, video. I'm afraid. Uh, Okay. In, incorrect. Is this the sort of British version of play school or something like that? Was, was that actually directed at sort of oh. three to four year olds? Is that <laughs> yeah, in the they... UK, that's, that's the references they're brought yeah. up on. We need to know about <laughs> Pandora's box next, uh, children. So, it, is it John Hurt? <laughs> oh, not a bad guess, but no. And John Hurt is is no longer with us. Oh, um, right, no, it's well. not John Hurt. But it's definitely, you're all in the right territory. I think you're yeah. very much in this. You know, the, the people who went to that school. I don't think we have your level of knowledge of BBC drama professional. <laughs> Probably not. No, probably not. In fact, well, let's see. At the risk of totally giving it away, I'll give you a big clue. This actor has a famous quote from his appearance in the movie Flash Gordon. Oh, oh. Now, well. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's well before we guess, Charles. Let's let's just listen to a bit more of his message of hope. And I think what you'll really enjoy here is is how seamlessly he slips in his famous catchphrase: "Gordon's alive." The sun is shining again. We're going to love this spring. And I, you can kick the pandemic, the virus, into the middle of next bloody week. Bollocks! Bugger off! <laughs> Gordon's alive. <laughs> Very seamless. <laughs> it was nicely worked in. Wasn't it? <laughs> just, uh, that's that's Patrick Stewart, isn't it? That's uh, at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not Patrick Stewart. Though, but this is this it's is not Patrick Stewart. He remember. talks the same way. Well, he does talk the same way. They all talk the same way. It's the RST. Who the hell is it? I'm going to give it away. It's Brian Blessed. It's Brian Blessed. I knew it was someone you cared more about than I did. <laughs> but. When was Brian Blessed on Peppa Pig? That's, that's been a- well, a lot. <laughs> he, he's the voice of Peppa Pig. Haven't you? Can't you? <laughs> Dear do, do listener, if you're not familiar with Andrew Hansen, this is his world. He hasn't heard of most celebrities. But in Andrew no. had a, a picture of Brian Blessed in his bedroom, like above his bed to stare at all night long and just... One day I could be Brian Blessed. That's true. Well, let, let's look. I uh, forget which character he plays in Peppa Pig. I should look it up. Uh, on the, can anyone find it on the internet? Yeah, yeah I'm just um, uh, looking up now. Just, just says he is Peppa. He's also been in the Phantom Menace too, so he's had some, he's had some rough breaks as well in his career. Um, yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, that was Brian Blessed. Uh, fantastic video, actually. I, it's actually really uplifting, um, even though I it's very, he, very hard to follow. Brian Blessed. Plays Grampy Rabbit. Oh, there you in go. Five episodes. Oh, that yeah. unforgettable character, <laughs> Grampy Rabbit. Now, uh, an actor with an equally distinctive voice, guys. Now, I've had to. I've just had to bleep out some moments in this clip where he kind of gives away who he is. But um, here he is. He's an American actor, acknowledging America's National Doctors' Day in the solemn and respectful style that you would wish. Oh, hello, everybody. Oh, today is a Day. It's National Doctor's Day! Yay! Tommy, who is the 
actor and or the character he's playing? Well, I mean, to me that sounds like like Elmo. You are oh, correct. Yeah. Donnie Knight. Yeah. That, that's the character anyway. Yes, yes. That's probably but, a bit unfair um, to expect you to know. As played by Brian Blessed. By, by Brian Blessed. <laughs> and, uh, and Patrick Stewart yeah. in earlier seasons. <laughs> Let's listen to Elmo reveal himself. Elmo's mommy told Elmo that today is a very special day. Mm, meaning National Doctor's Day. And he's played by Ryan Dillon. That's the actor's name, by the way. Is that Kevin Dillon's obscure younger brother? That's the one, Dommy. That's the one. I recommend it's actually really worth checking out all of Elmo's videos. Um... Although um, I know we've joked about Brian Blessed playing the character. The, the, the real mistake I think he made, though, was asking Brian Blessed to write his scripts. Hi, it's Elmo. I'm in my log cabin. It's the 23rd of May. There are lots of animals in South America. Nobody knows anything about them. <laughs> Gordon's alive. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. In normal times, adventure tourism, where you go and visit dangerous places around the world, is an exhilarating way to enjoy your holidays. But coronavirus means that's not possible, except for one place. If you like dangerous, highly infected destinations, why not come to Melbourne? That's all thanks to Tourism Victoria. Okay, now it's time for... Welcome to the future. Yes, this is the segment where I review... Stupid Bluetooth devices that have been invented mainly by Americans. And, uh, and guys, I've got a very special one for you today. When you're inventing something, it's always a good idea to define what the problem is that you're trying to solve. Grocery lists are such a pain. They're impossible to maintain and they lack detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that, that's so true, Charles. I always wish my grocery list had a paragraph of detail about every item on it. This is this is a bugbear of mine. You want a bit of a story behind the uh, shopping uh, list, yeah, or maybe an essay even about you yeah, know yeah. the rationale, an, an introduction, <laughs> yeah. a conclusion. You know, when it just says milk, what does, what does that even mean? What, what what that that's mean? a good point. Yeah, because there's milk and then there's almond milk, oat milk, soy milk, I two milk. Uh, what size yeah. do you want? I think, I think this woman's got a very good point. I want longer shopping lists well, with discursive information. Let's, let's get her to give us a bit of colour by adding a relatable anecdote about it. I still remember the time I sent my husband to the store for half and half. He had no idea which one to get. <laughs> exactly. She only did it once. She sent her husband <laughs> once to the store. <laughs> yeah. This is they have some problems. This 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 marriage has some problems. And settle on a style of milk half and half. That's ridiculous. Half and half. Why, why, yeah. What is that? Americans love half and half. We don't even yeah. need it. It doesn't even exist in Australia. In there is no need for it. But also, imagine getting the wrong brand of half and half. That, that's oh. like getting you know dairy farmers instead of Coles milk. Like yeah, it, it, the, totally the difference would just be completely different. Well, we're a different, different family of cows is producing the milk. Mm. I mean, you can tell whether it's a daisy or buttercup who's delivered the, the goods. Anyway, luckily there is a solution, Andrew. I thought there might be, Charles. What, <laughs> what's she offering? This is Genie Can, and it's going to help you build your shopping list easily and automatically. Okay, so um, anyone and want to guess what it is? So, so sorry, it's called Genie. Did, did she say Genie Cam? Genie Can. So, so like in I Dream of Genie, except um, limited only to identifying cans. Uh, sort of, yeah, yeah. Is it a can you can put in your fridge that has a 
a camera in it or mm. something that takes a photo and lets you know what's in your fridge. Yes, yeah, you're you're getting close. Uh, you're getting. Let's let's get the woman to explain. Genie can adds barcode scanning and voice recognition right to your bin. To your bin, you attach it oh, to your gosh. bin. You you no. literally put this barcode scanner oh. in your bin, and as you're throwing things away. It scans the, the barcode of the product and adds it to your shopping list. It's genius. Wait a minute. I know from the self-scan at the supermarket that the only way barcodes get scanned properly is if you face the cart in nine different directions before it finally goes beep. So is that, is that, does that mean everything you put in your recycling, you have to do that? Yes. Yes. Isn't it good? <laughs> but there's also, um, you, as you would know, Andrew, there's, there's a whole category of food and products that you need to buy that don't have barcodes. Like, <laughs> you know, like vegetables. <laughs> what about yeah. bananas? Well, well, actually, they've thought of that. What may I add to your list? Paper towels. See, you can just you can just tell it. You don't even have to scan it. You can just actually tell it. That's almost easier than writing the bloody name on a list. Yes, that is true. But but um, it's also integrated with Amazon. So you know, like if you write on a list, Amazon do- doesn't just immediately know that you need that thing. Whereas this can actually use oh, okay. Wi-Fi to actually send that thing, and, and then just Amazon dispatches your paper towels immediately to you. Just get them the next day. Does that then mean, Charles, that whenever you run out of anything, you get a separate Amazon parcel arriving (laughs) with more of that thing? So you run out of, you know, cook dinner and run out of 10 different things. The next day you get 10 different parcels turning up with 10 different delivery people. That is absolutely true. You can order. You, you can. That's, in fact, their sales pitch. You can now order direct from your garbage bin. You'll be able to reorder items directly from your garbage can or recycle bin. <laughs> it's so smart. It's just where you want to be. It's where you want to yeah. spend more time, isn't it? Next to the bin. <laughs> just, hmm. It's the perfect p- place for making purchase decisions. Yeah. But, Charles, what happens if, uh, as has always been the case in my home, you have like a centimetre left of something. Mm. Like you've got a tiny little bit of milk left or tomato sauce or whatever. Mm. Can the genie figure that out? Oh, I see. Yes, but I, you can only put it in the bit. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, you've got to completely run out of something before it goes on the shopping list. <laughs> yes, that's right. That would be incredibly yeah. inconvenient, wouldn't it? Because... You don't want to yeah. – maybe you just have to put the milk in the bin half finished. That would be oh. a very American solution, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? Well, and then take it back out and put it in the fridge <laughs> to finish the rest. It would be very hygienic. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> I love the idea that there's a family who's cursed with this gadget who has to say, oh, we're running low on, on soy sauce, but it's a shame uh, we can't buy any until we've completely run out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest, bro. I mean, you know, we've got climate change, we've got COVID, and they're solving these problems. Like, what a. Anyway, point is, I, I want to now re- move, move to the reviews of, of Genie Can because they've actually, even though they're, they're integrated with Amazon, they don't sell it on Amazon because on Amazon you get all the the customer reviews and they're all honest and it would definitely not work. But at the Apple store app store has reviews. You can actually find reviews on that of it because it, you you have to download an app obviously to, to use the thing. 
and the the reviews are universally one star. This is a terrible, <laughs> terrible product that does not work. So the most um, most common items uh, it says it does not recognise. So it, you scan the barcode and it goes not recognised. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> so one reviewer. One, one reviewer tried four, four, <laughs> tried 40 items that they had in their house and it recognised two of them. <laughs> two out That's of 40. Funny. You'd be starving to death if you had this bin. <laughs> you'd be dying. You'd be saying, oh. You know a device that can scan a barcode and reorder it from, from Amazon? What? The Amazon app on your phone. <laughs> Shut up, Dom. Shut up, Dom. You can't you can't attach that to your bin though, Dom. No, but there's there's a couple of other consistent criticisms. One is it's as slow as molasses. You scan an item after playing around to get it to read on the barcode. Then you wait and wait and eventually it will add the item to your list. But more often than not it tells you doesn't recognize them. Uh and then you then you have to verbally tell them what it is and hope that the speech recorder gets it right. Uh, yeah. You know another device that has a speech recorder? <laughs> your phone. <laughs> Shut up, Dom. Shut up, Dom. You can't put your phone in the bin. <laughs> um, and then the other one is, which is probably actually a feature, is that the magnets are not strong enough to hold it in place and it keeps... Sliding down into the trash can, which sounds like <laughs> the perfect—that's actually just the perfect solution. <laughs> so, anyone, anyone want to buy one? They're they're only two hundred and fifty dollars Australian. Two hundred fifty bucks. Look, um, if ever, if ever I want, uh, if ever I'm staying with a really annoying flatmate who I want to starve to death, I'm going to buy one of these. Yeah. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is the Chaser Report. Tourism Victoria is proud to sponsor this episode of the Chaser Report. Travel to Melbourne today. You didn't interact with them, did you? Yeah, we, we've taken their cold hard cash. Charles, cash, you're probably infected. Oh my God, I think you're right. I'm craving a chai latte on an uncomfortable stool in a bitterly cold windswept laneway while wearing a black turtleneck. I'm infected. Oh no, it's happened. Okay, well that's just about the end of the show. Oh, wait a minute. We've got breaking news from Rebecca Dunamino in the Chaser Newsroom. Hipsters in Melbourne's trendy suburb of Fitzroy have panned the second wave of the coronavirus, saying they much preferred the original version. Although the second wave may still find its way into Fitzroy, locals have confirmed it will be mainly for tourists, blow-ins and try-hards, and that the sequel will never be as real as the original. Thanks, Beck. Well, that's the end of the show. Um, thanks to our producer, Mike Liberali. Uh, catch us on uh, chaser.com.au, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can try to find us on TikTok, but we've actually been shadow banned because uh, we showed a video of um, Craig taking a golden penis into the Trump Tower and we now are no longer on TikTok. Um, they've sort of shadow banned us. What is, what, what, what's a shadow ban? What's that? Is, that, is that the same as a ban? Or no, it's just that they don't ever let you... They let you upload stuff and then they don't show it to anyone. So it's just, it's like the world's greatest piece of passive aggression. 
that a social media platform can do. <laughs> it's fantastic. But we are we are still on Instagram, so that's good. And also um, you can – but the most important thing is to subscribe to uh, our podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and just make sure you leave a review. We've had some really lovely reviews this week, haven't we, Dom? Um, people saying that it's their 68th favourite podcast of all time, which um, – it's heartwarming stuff. I'm so flattered by that. Yeah. I thought we were going to be 69th or 70th. Yeah. Anyway, talking of podcasts, um, we, uh, we've got a very new podcast from Chaser Studios. Uh, we noticed in the ratings that the 7am podcast um, is doing very well in the ratings. So we've decided to one-up them. You've heard of the 7am podcast that delivers news and current affairs bright and early by 7am each day. Now we bring you the 4am podcast, news and current affairs even earlier. Welcome to the 4am podcast. Let's cross live to our reporter in Melbourne. Hello, Scott. Scott? Hmm? Oh, sorry, what? When you need news earlier than anyone else. Oh, well, the new economic figures here in the middle of the, the night should show. Oh, God, sorry, where, where was I? God, I'm tired. All the news as it breaks at 4am. Robert, you're at Parliament House. Any news? Uh, the actual politicians have all gone home, but the cleaner is here, and I can report that the bathrooms are indeed becoming cleaner as we speak. The 4am podcast. For when the 7am podcast isn't early enough. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.